Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore practicing presence, being back in a moment. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. Is auto the name of the pilot of your daily moments? We each start our day with the same 1,440 moments available, but are not present when auto drives. Typically, when we get to the end of each day, can you recall how you spent the moments? When you're in a mindset of lack of something, such as time or money, it has a way of being contagious within yourself and shared with others around you. But when you have a mindset of abundance and can see things with a higher perspective, it can be a curiosity for others wanting to know what is going on. You can bring more focus and clarity to your day when you pilot your day with pause and make choices to be back in a moment. You will discover spaces available in your calendar to include ways that make your day flow better. This also encourages you to be more present as you access creativity and compassion. Today we're going to be talking about training our autopilot to be pause to pause. So auto-pause and explore the benefits of having space of being back in a moment. It's interesting because one of the biggest barriers we have is um, a sense of productivity and a notion that we simply don't have enough time. But with all of the responsibilities, there's really good reason for us to take a look at this notion because a lot of us have too much going on in our to-do list and we end the day with too much left over. Much of our uh, focuses have deadlines and we have a whole array of ways to deal with moving things around in our to-do lists. And we sometimes run out of paper because we have so many due dates and um, we have descriptions and sub-descriptions of how to finish our work so that we can mark off the due date. Um, But sometimes, you know, we're uh, actually looking down a tunnel in a way that we have laid out for ourselves. Some people have um, others laying out plans for things that projects that are needing to be done. But a lot of this is generally ruled by time and focus on time. So when we want to take a look at how we accumulate this whole focus, um, we also want to look at it with a different lens. We want to take some time and look at it to add good stuff into it. You know, the small powerful things that we really want to stop and have a pause because that's very valuable to be able to focus by stepping outside of your to-do list and your deadline list to be able to take a a view of what is really going on. So as if we're becoming so focused on just tasks, you know, it's like you're on a, on a um, treadmill and it's an interesting presence when we look at the autopilot Um, driving us along and 
um, we take a look at a separate thought process, which has to do with what is a pause. And um, it can feel almost like we have a commercial going on. We are in ourselves uh, looking at the process of slowing down and stepping outside of this um, you know, mode of really focus. And we want to have a chance to not be in just task mode, but have time so that we can take that time. And part of this is also uh, looking at um, having an attitude because the attitude we have sometimes is we just don't take the time because we don't sense that we need to. But it's having a, a lot of potential reminders around ourselves so that we uh, have opportunity to make choices. And as we look at this too, um, we want to shift from that mindset and um, have a sense of how, how is time, what is time, and focus on the end result a little differently so that we're not just lining up to get, you know, running to that end result. Um, it's like finish going across the finish line, but we want to visualize a full abundance of effort that we can then step forward with, um, not just focused on the finish line, but we are focused on getting from here to there in a, in a way that we end up um, feeling energized when we get to that finish line. And when, when we talk about um, the ideas of you know, time and focus, if you're in school, you have a lot of other people and a lot of variety of um, experiences and training and classes and juggling time with you know, unrelated parties having a demand for your, your focus. Um, but really, uh, those uh, efforts where we are in school, we start out the beginning of the year or the beginning of the class being excited about learning. The, and we figure we have so many hours that are available between now and the end of that class that we're going to get everything done. But sometimes we get to the end of that period and we go, oh my gosh, we just haven't taken the time over the long haul to be studying incremental uh, or uh, uh, in very small steps. Um, but we were looking at it from the standpoint we had all this time, so we may have actually frittered away some of the time. And um, we had not broken down the opportunities and the components to make sure that we um, took the time to, you know, have that step by step. So when we take a look at a complete process here and how a long project needs to be broken down uh, with different action items, um, and it is, you know, that's something where we just have to take more um, ownership and look at it from a, a level of efficiency and, and, and effectiveness for ourselves and not wanting to give up one or the other or slip into a, a mindset that we feel like we have lack of time because then it becomes um, sometimes unmanageable. Um, so that it, it's like it becomes like a, a very big grind for ourselves. And we, we have a lot of worrying that we can do and also um, too many to-do steps in there 
uh, we may just miss the whole point. So sometimes we want to just stop and we want to say, okay, well, we need to um, take a pause. And pausing is something you can you uh, make a choice to do. Sometimes we just get in a routine and we forget. But when we talk about um, you know taking time, we can um, take a look at how we um, breathe, and we say, okay, well, um, we just want to take that space and look at it uh, to see how we can reduce the anxiety you know, that's going on around and take a, 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 an approach for um, moments. While you're doing your other things um, other than just work, you want to also take opportunity to plan out um, starting your day when you first get up and you take a look at, well, how can I do this on a regular basis? And so the idea is that we... Um, Take some time and we take a look at um, some observation from, and we take time to just observe ourselves, actually. We're taking a look from um, the beginning of the morning and we slip sometimes into our um, letting auto drive us. Um, autopilot is the average norm and sometimes we forget to be present when we're driving somewhere and we, we get to the destination and then we say, well, how did I get here? Well, auto drove. So we want to uh, feel better in the spirit where we're not in ex- anxiety. And when we start taking this uh, approach of being focused and asking questions, you know, it's, it's really interesting to um, take some approach of asking yourself a question and having um, some space to really write notes down so that you can keep track of things and look around at um, what's really triggering you to feel like you have no time or lack of time or um, get really specific and say that you want to have um, certain things that you want to do, but maybe there's something from your past that's stopping you and you aren't realizing what that is. Or sometimes we feel like we fall apart with certain structure and we aren't sure what the uh, triggers were that caused us to slip into that. That's when auto is driving. Um, So it's observing ourselves and it's asking ourselves questions, um, looking at it, saying, "What, what is causing that? You know, what has caused that? And asking for some clarity. So as I look at this too, we're saying, okay, what kind of stories do we tell ourselves? Uh, sometimes we end up running through um, a lot of stories and we tell ourselves, um, here's the end of the story, but maybe that's not really the reality. Um, sometimes we fall down a rabbit hole or we have different assumptions that we make so that essentially we're telling ourselves, a, a, you know, narrative that isn't very positive or isn't very helpful and we um, in that term we're uh, in the process of calling ourselves um, maybe we uh, have ways of talking to ourselves with our thought streams flowing in a negative way that we don't feel very well when we stop you know that process 
And it's important to let it flow through your mindset, but also knowing that you can change the basic direction. It's interesting to take a look at uh, what's uh, going on in that process, what words show up. Uh, Sometimes there's different moments that show up and maybe there's no real story to it, but um, you can self Uh, analyze a lot of things and sometimes it's just better to let them go you know come in and and take a breath and say okay well this is my opportunity here and get yourself into a higher perspective and um, let you know thoughts just go so it's simple sometimes when we think of choosing thoughts but in a lot of times it's really an action item Um, we can be on autopilot you know pilot piloting along um, and not really aware of what's going on in the reality. Um, But sometimes we know that uh, when we choose to really write something down, we're going to find that that experience of writing it helps us to uh, look at the words, feel what the words are. How how does that uh, action describe something or how do you feel as you are describing it? And the idea here, too, is that as you're describing it, um, you're going to feel, you, you know, you're going to feel something. And sometimes the anxiety shows up. Uh, you might actually have more anxiety in different uh, situations. But as you um, look at ways to uh, actually feel the anxiety and then have a way to um, soothe yourself, you're going to be practicing this with an attitude of love. And when you think of the the opportunity of how you feel, and it feels a lot better, you're going to find yourself wanting to choose to do that more and more. And as we spend more time in an old daily routine, sometimes we can feel like the habits that we've had you know, they're, they're a structuring within ourselves and outside of ourselves because we've chosen to have that as a habit over time. Uh, sometimes if we have to change ourselves in the habit process, we can feel rather like it's an interruption or it's, we're not feeling comfortable because the um, auto driving the, uh, the effort here um, isn't being present. And when we aren't present, we aren't able to really shift gears. Um, And some of us have habits that uh, really, um, they help us function basically, but they haven't changed over time. So when we have to change into new habits, we might as well make choices that we are feeling like they're healthy habits and the choices can be nourishing of ourselves with ourself, with choices for self-care and taking care of healthy things that um, will be really with us for a while. So as we carve out time and space for positive thinking and uh, habits, we're also creating what we do call a habit loop. And these pause is like a pause, um, getting ourselves instead of autopilot, we're looking for a pause pilot. So we're actually piloting ourselves through the process and taking uh, opportunities to look for ways to remind ourselves to shift. 
some of these can be called a queue, C-U-E, and we think think of different ways to structure so that as we're moving through our day moments or our night moments, um, any moment, we have an opportunity to make choices to shift. But some of it can be very fun, actually, because when we look at uh, changing of, of a situation or a habit, um, we can have something that triggers that change and, that, and we can actually be present and have it so that um, when we establish this, we um, create a possible um, sense of uh, strength in ourselves too because we are actually establishing a positive habit and it's congratulations. We can help change our mindset so that um, as we move along with this new change, uh, some of that doesn't require as much effort as we've had in the past. Sometimes when we um, build something, it will come to us. And as we get work um, focused on our pause space um, in our space of our day and daily moments, it's like having um, opportunity for choice again of having pause be our auto as opposed to auto piloting. Uh, we also are encouraging ourselves to be present and looking for ways to um, get our, our focus going. So it starts out, I believe, that um, every day when we take more action um, and residence within ourselves, we can um, set an intention. And when we do that, we're going to be uh, using that as an opportunity to drive our goals and our objectives. And that can be uh, sometimes a, a stress too, but as we're practicing, we can help look at the, the stress and, and sort it out. And, and sometimes we can shift it so it's not even there. It's, a, it's basically designing your own foundation and noting that as you feel uh, yourself present, you're going to have this as guiding yourself to look for ways to be feeling more uh, empowered and and more positive within what you're doing. So as we took um, you know action in the past with uh, just creating something and going for it um, in a in a very focused deadline for ourselves, we also want to take this same approach when we have this new habit and we want to set the intention that we're going to find a space within our day, within our moments, for us to be able to have a pause. And it doesn't have to be very long. It can be 30 seconds. It can be a breath. It's it's really paying attention to how you feel with yourself in whatever situation. And that um, comes from inside. So you have a guide within yourself. If we listen, it's very. Um, it can be very helpful, and um, that guide is really your pause guide, and your autopilot um, becomes part of your habit process. But you're going to actually have your pause guide help your autopilot as you go. I know that sounds kind of redundant, but um, having an auto uh, effort here 
um, does create some uh, inefficiencies because we're uh, asking a lot of questions and we might find ourselves going down different paths. But we find that we're able to uh, take choices and um, ask ourselves another choice of what direction you're going as you actually flow along. So um, if you want to take uh, effort to get somewhere and feel better and take the time of looking at um, it from a space perspective, um, we want to make sure that as we're moving around also, we know where where we are in our location. So not being on autopilot is one of the bigger issues that we have to contend with each moment. Uh, how do we want to have this happen? Um, and what are our choices for making it happen? On this note, we're going to take a quick pause and we shall be back shortly. I'm going to do a, a transition here with my D note. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space, and we're uh, discussing practicing presence being back in a moment, which we can um, we hear a lot when we're observing something. I mean, if you sit and observe um, a TV show or a movie on TV, you're going to have a lot of interruptions in a way in uh, in in the, uh, the the way of commercials. And people that are um, discussing certain things in between the commercials um, in the real show of their life or in their program, they um, are going to make a, a comment like, well, we'll be back in a moment after this um, brief message. 
And it's like a pause process. And so when we think of this, it, it becomes a little out there possibly, but the idea of our lives being a show, you know, we're, we're like taking time out to, um, we might be in a, a, like our own self, be a commercial. We're, we're very much um, go, go, go. And our life becomes much um, more complicated because we don't take the time to be back in a moment uh, in a positive way. That back in the moment is really almost taking a look at um, a deliberate pause. You know, we need to have some language for ourselves that, you know, we're going to uh, elevate the idea of the pause to be a deliberate choice and have some best practices for that. It's really not a, a matter of closing your door or taking time to sit down and, and just look at something with no activity. It's, it's really um, sometimes people take too many steps in the, the other direction and overthink things. Um, they overthink themselves in, in that relationship where they're asking themselves, well, what really is a pause and how do I do the pause? Um, there's a lot of discussion of meditation and um, language of um, processes that we talk about as mindful and mindfulness. Um, some of this gets way over on the other side where we have um, things that are being discussed and, and may possibly uh, cause fear because somebody's going to look at it, well, I'm not doing it right. And so they're used to that overreaction in a different way, which actually makes it harder for the uh, whole effort. Or it's harder to look at how they can reap the benefits. You know, there's benefit for quiet, you know, space and also uh, focus. And so when we take a look at deliberate pause, there's really, you know, a couple of different, um, there's really some basic practices of how you can approach this. Um, different components of it so that it doesn't get into a more of a situation really trying to study it. But being in the flow, um, one of the components is really a quiet spot. Um, where can you be in yourself um, with having a quiet spot? Um, and the pause is really a sacred you know, spot time where you want to create a space for yourself that you can pause, having it um, a location that's free of distractions. And in that space, you can really um, make your, your choices. You can either have yourself in a meditative state or you can think of things or you can just have the space. You can let your mind be creative and a lot of the information flows from within yourself when we are we get out of the distraction mode where we're trying to drive being on the autopilot in our pause. So we want to step into our self and, and pause um, and have that be uh, our focus is really the pause. And that's our pilot is our pause. And as we uh, look at and feel what that feels like, it's really um, pretty simple. But this again is we tend to overthink and we get 
caught up in other people's ideas. Um, sometimes we just need to try it out and see how it, it works for ourselves or how it does it feel. The deliberate pause really takes self-awareness and discipline. Sometimes when we get started with new habits, something like this, we can feel uncomfortable and we might even not feel connected as we go through this. So there might be uh, feelings of questioning, how, what is this and how is this supposed to work? Um, sometimes we have to push through that feeling and really um, just let things flow and, and then assess, you know, how do I feel when I'm, when I'm done with a, a 30 second timeout? Now, time out is, a, is language that we have had in our past as growing up. Sometimes we had uh, situations where maybe we were acting in a way we shouldn't. And so our um, parents or teachers may have put us in a corner or had, you know, had us what we consider grounded or uh, have some time out. So we feel sometimes the words that we use for ourselves coming from our past expressions might generate emotion that we aren't comfortable with as being positive. So you have to shift the gear again and say, okay, well, this is not the situation. I'm making this choice. I feel the quiet is very helpful. It's not disruptive of my mind. And we want to take a look at that. Um, having pauses where we take a look at um, this quietness in a space that we feel very comfortable in is very important. And so it's not so much the frequency or it's more having something more the frequency as opposed to having it for a long time. A uh, long time is a moment. You know, sometimes we feel like a moment. We don't have a moment. But we want to take, um, if we take it and break it down, there are 60 seconds in a moment, and you can take that, that moment and really feel abundant with it if you divide it up. So the idea is that when we have a consistent approach so that we give ourselves that moment, feel it in the abundance of, I am breathing. Take a deep breath and then let it go. It will help quiet your soul. And when we do this, also, um, we can experience um, a, a different sense about this, too. And your consciousness is going to feel some relaxation. So sitting still is fine, but sometimes you want to go outside and be out in nature and walk around. Having that movement really helps. Um, it is Being in nature is more like a repetitive process. When we're walking, we're in repetitive motion, but it's really getting um, and not overthinking this whole effort as we can become so uh, tight with ourselves in a, in a negative way that we uh, lose the, the benefit. So we, we look at having a sense of well-being and being productive with it and taking things that we want to really um, have available to us and mastering the op opportunity of making a choice. It's not so much that you want to have this habit change as being a negative experience. It's more like looking at it from a, uh, a perspective that we're going to have this commercial being within our life. We're, we're 
taking time out from the life that we have and we are really um, deliberately pausing and choosing to have a, a different way of observing something. So, you know, again, it comes down to um, whatever the purpose is, we're getting a habit moving, we're finding we have the space, we have the intention, we're moving along with um, having a, a situation available to us that we're comfortable. Maybe it's sitting on a meditation chair or a cushion, finding a way to keep um, ourselves entertained, could be journaling your thoughts too. Um, but it's really at, um, accessing this with the observation of the goal would be to feel you're taking that time and you're present. So part of the distractions that go on help move us through um, and it might hinder some of our intention. So we want to have um, alone time that we can say, okay, associate this with yourself as a habit. So you're asking for others to um, not disturb you, but you're also in yourself, you want to not disturb yourself because you want to clear your mind and find that your, um, I mean, your mind can get cluttered really quick. So you have internal clutter and external clutter. You want to be not having distractions going on um, and and also having it so that your pilot is, is very much um, engaged with one thing at a time not trying to be on autopilot and also pause pilot. Um, if what we're looking at here um, is a challenge, some people also have a challenge because they need their technology areas, but this is really um, the recommendation is to have it free of, um, it's like a, a free zone in a way. Or of this, and you want to clear your space of electronics, or if you have something going that is electronic, you want to um, not be able to engage with it. It that becomes even a distraction. <clears throat> so <clears throat> sometimes the inside of our space uh, may have more benefit because we're able to control that, but it's, it's also um, looking at ways to um, also work outside. You know, there's ways of bringing nature outside from outside into being soothing presence of things inside. Um, we can purify our air and add plants, which are beautiful and they're, they're life. You know, they are, uh, help our space feel alive. Or you sit in front of a window and observe what's going on outside in nature. Um, you could also have, um, you know, a um, partition screen that has possibly images on it that give you a different sense of location. And... Um, it helps change the whole landscape of your, your situation. If you change that out, then you can have different changing moods as well. Natural lighting is, is a good choice, but sometimes if you have um, direct sunlight, it can be distracting. And so you want to build, you know, actually filter uh, light 
that's either outside coming in or if you have internal situation, you can shift it around so it feels like it gives you the support of that space. It's like considered like mood lighting. Um, how do we invite our senses to this location? We want to be present with ourselves and um, and we want to remind ourselves that uh, we're in the space and when we make that effort to be in this space, we're re reinforcing our sensory stimulation uh, with indication that we can slow down. We have the intention and we are intending that um, our pilot be a pause and we not have distracting noise around ourselves, or we have um, some basic tools like a, a herbal tea or um, something that we really like that gives ourselves that sense of this is different. This is part of my care. I feel good about this choice and I'm sitting waiting to experience this quiet and I'm, I'm actually hungry for that quiet in a different way. It's not a hunger like eating, it's more a hunger of your soul needing that time to really listen to something inside. And you're practicing with a set of tools that you know are very individual. Some people do it without anything and others need you know the space to has, have certain uh, decor, uh, different things around. Um, but really it's it's looking at um, choices of you know bringing forth positive energy into your, your space. And um, what we want to do is, is look at it from a, a higher perspective. In the um, designing of certain things, we look at it from a mindfulness perspective. That's the language of interior design, how to reduce different things within ourselves, um, feelings that we want to have for ourselves. And as we uh, help ourselves by eliminating uh, influence and words and different things into a safe and rela relaxed approach, uh, we're going to find out that we're going to have different things that happening that give us support from a Zen perspective. It, it's a different word for that same relaxed mode. Um, some of the trending parts are languaged and um, discussed as being Zen or mindfulness. Um, but really, it's it's arranging things so that you're comfortable when you are in this space, wherever it is. Uh, from a perspective of living in a in a priority you know area of having the space available, uh, we want to have a serene feeling in that space. And some of that serene feeling can be having to do with the colors around us. If you have um, an, a, a way to introduce neutral pastels, you know, that's like um, for the environment, um, it'll be giving off a, a peaceful vibe in the, in the room. And some of these have to do with uh, choices of um, how to break up the environment around you. It's part of the pause, dis, dis, the design of your pause area. And um, there's a lot of different 
um, information out there on colors and how your whole space should be designed. But it's it's really looking at it from uh, languaging that has to do with you know some like a like your yoga space. You know, it's it's a important step saying okay, I'm mindfully designing my space so that I can be peaceful. And as you look at the word peaceful, um, it has to do with quiet and your your meditation process are steps that different different approaches to meditation. Yoga has a lot of different um, education as well within that. So as we take steps to really understand the words and the practices, it's picking the choices and how we process that through ourselves. It can be as complicated as you want to make it or as simple as reminding yourself to breathe and take 30 seconds to be wherever you are and be um, in a different mindset. So um, again, there's a lot of um, choices and there's a lot of benefits based upon certain things. The benefit of pause is really the quiet and the ability to listen and feel like someone is listening to yourself. You are listening to yourself, which is is very incredibly uh, satisfying. On that note, we're going to take a D note and we are going to pause and we will be back shortly. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space. We're um, exploring practicing presence, being back in a moment, which um, we can we have a sense about. It's like a commercial commercial break. Well, um, we're so so geared up with different uh, words 
words that the pause is sometimes an autopilot you know, when we are observing and really um, participating in say a sports event or um, looking at a movie or show um, and then uh, someone stops that process and says we'll be back in a moment after this special uh, intention um, focus and a lot of this is interesting because we have so much perpetual busyness going on around us. And when we go into um, our scheduling and we take a look at, you know, what is the normal busyness that we're so back to back on meetings and appointments and we're perpetually busy because we have uh, so much on our to-do list and we have um, that as our focus that we really have no break in our, our schedules. And so we need to put ourselves on um, or away from our autopilot, which is actually driving us along in our schedules and look for ways to um, interrupt that in a way that we're doing some deliberate um, pausing process. So your pause pilot becomes your, your focus. And how you do that is really up to you. Um, we have to sometimes forge ahead with changing habits. Um, it can feel stressful sometimes. Um, but we want to be competent feeling in that we have a perspective that we can focus and have clarity. Um, we want to be able to know that we can clear our calendars and we can make choices to clear our minds as well with having um, time where we can be creative, we can explore thoughts, we have the space within our day so that we're not ending up um, starting our day with intentions and then never having that intention be actually a reality. Um, we can be in control more of our events so that we're able to uh, have busyness, but we know that we can make choices to um, be, be on top of our uh, moments and take a, a, a commercial break if you want to take a look at that as our pause pilot is in breaking mode. When we interrupt the fog that goes on around us a lot of times, we're pushing our way through the day, um, but we're, we're taking that approach that the fog clears because we have a break and we can get above the clouds. And when we do this, we can really gain a lot of um, perspective. When you try actually taking time and say, okay, um, when you take your day and really divide it up, um, you really take note of the opportunities to put time within that to uh, have you know, a higher perspective for your, your day. Uh, as you do this, you're going to find your meditation practice is going to grow and you'll be able to also um, be present with how your body is at reaction, reacting and your mind is clearing. You almost have to um, take a, a, an approach of yourself as an experiment when you're going through this too. But be very gentle and patient with yourself because we're... Um, so used to living in the constant distraction that when we don't have distraction, maybe that can create a lot more stress for ourselves. Uh, and this is, uh, you know, in the training processes, you know, mindfulness practices really teach us to have a, a, a presence that um, is 
adding value and benefit for ourselves, but it may not show up all at once. So here's some suggestions on how to do this um, to get started. And you want to start almost with looking at the pause as the, the not the auto pause, but the pause pilot. Uh, you want to maybe take a look at um, grouping things so that you can start out the day with, you know, a space in your space um, and have it so that you're uh, having a mindful cup of tea or coffee and really savor that. You can intend to um, have this every day. Sometimes we um, go through the drive-through and our, our cup of coffee is our favorite drink maybe, but uh, we aren't really experiencing it because we're drinking it um, as we drive. And so we're on autopilot and our auto gets the coffee. Um, but we want to pay attention in this process too. You can be present as you're observing how um, your cup is being put together and notice your your senses and how your um, beverage is being put together, the aroma of the coffee. How does it feel in your, in your hand if it's warm? How does it taste? Um, and what does it feel like as you drink it? Um, when you're doing this, you want to be not. You want to be present. You're not wanting to be on the autopilot or on the the different distractions of our phones, our laptops. Um, we want to meet our moment with our drink in hand, and we want to say, "Okay, well, this is really we're reviewing our to-do list, but we're also taking our attention back to the experience of that coffee." And that coffee is, you know, a, an important element because it begins your day. And when we begin our day with this pause pilot attitude, we are intentionally engaging and training our mind to be present. And we can uh, use our body to know how does that feel and how, does, how are we reacting to it. As we use this approach... We're, it sounds very simple, but it's also getting our attention to be focused and we're ready to engage with the process. So as we take a look at um, that being a way to start your day, as we start in looking at if you have an alarm goes off and you start your, your process, sometimes there are other interruptions that come at you that you can't you know, get away from, like a child that's sick, or something that doesn't start, or other uh, things that come along that an email or a phone message that uh, is disturbing. But there's really, um, you know, things that we can't control, like traffic if you have to drive somewhere, or delays that are caused by other cha life challenges. But really, it's uh, the approach is to check in with yourself and know that your transition is going to happen as you move through your space and that as you release the doorknob, you're going to leave yourself open to feeling different things and notice that you're uh, able to be present for the moment that you're really right there. And notice how yourself, your internal self feels. You know, you're carrying your senses along with you um, take advantage of using all of your senses as you are paying attention or training yourself 
because the senses are really already there. You're able to utilize them, and they are of a big benefit once you're really um, present with your senses. They'll give you a lot of information, too, if you listen. Uh, sometimes we don't want to exactly hear what, what we're having said to us, but um, it's really the attention that we focus on it. And we want to take a closer look as we go every day and, and jot down some notes. You know, it takes practice to change habits. Um, and so what we want to do is keep present with that process as well, knowing that each day is possibly going to be a little different. But we're moving along so that um, as we um, save ourselves the, um, the, the moments and know that we're feeling that our schedule is able to be changed and that we're actually courageous in this process. It's really very exciting, actually. And as we're disciplined about the practice, it becomes a habit. And the ripple effect of those small changes that you make in your process are just huge. I mean, they're like the dropping the pebble in the pond because it ripples outside, it ripples through yourself as you are taking more control with the pause pilot and um, it ripples outside yourself and you'll find yourself calmer. So it's um, not so much having the, this as a slavish kind of attitude in the morning, but we, um, because that's how we approach our to-do list, we wanna make sure that our pilot has opportunity to look at the map and look at, at how how to move through the day in a gracious way for yourself. Um, but it's really looking for ways in, that you enjoy uh, putting together new plans. How do you power up yourself in a different way um, during the day? Um, set aside some time for really connecting in a, in a um, non-anxiety mode. Um, it'll help your mind, body, and your soul. So as you take that, that look at your calendar, think of it as a roadmap. And that roadmap really is what is going to be where you end up trying to get to more and more because that roadmap really is um, the planning and it's the duration of choices that that you do that really cause habits to um, be um, being put in a different way that, you know, it's like you're um, planting a seed in a garden. Your thought seeds are, are what go, are going to change your habits and you'll feel better. You're planting a lot of change potential, but also as you plant and you apply it, it's your whole sense, senses are going to change. I've realized a lot in hindsight the moments that I've missed. The things that we can learn from nature are limitless. So learn to respect, admire, and emulate nature in, into your life. Explore. Mother Nature has a lot to offer us. And we can start this fascinating journey now. When I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, 
I'm enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I am made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. As humans, we are a direct reflection of nature's base of five elements, the earth, water, fire, air, and space. We benefit and uh, things get easier when we can slow down and flow with these natural rhythms. So we want to change the autopilot and think of auto as um, there are observations and there are uses for the autopilot. It's like a separate person. It's like taking opportunity to have a pause pilot. So you have choice. You have an autopilot, you have a pause pilot. And as you look at the pause pilot, you have more um, participation, you're paying attention. That's the pilot that you want to choose during your day. And on that note, we're going to take a pause and we will be back next time. Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.